Vav, but we are up to Hayum and Bez, five lines from the bottom. Five B, a few lines from the bottom. You're in the wrong one. No. Where it says like this: Tan Rabanan, Hamotzi Mechanus Leplatio, Derech Stayo, Chayav, Ben Azai Pater. So the machlok is over here again. In order to be chayav on Shabbat for the thousandth time, you need a kira in one place and a han and Rishut Yachid, and then Hanach and Rishut Rabim, or vice versa. So what happened over here is everything is fine, right? You know, you, you picked it up in Rishut Yachid from Machanot. And you landed in a Rishat Rabbim, which is the, the Platya. Okay, Platya is a street. The problem is you went through a Derech Staya. So what is that? So Rashi says it's a place where the merchants stand around. Rashi says it's not a place to walk. It's like a platform in front of stores. And Rashi says it has the status of a Carmelis. Okay, Carmelit. So had you gone straight from the Chanus to the Platya, you would be Chayiv, of course. But since you walked through this area which is a Carmelis, um, Ben Azai holds your pater. And the Gemara will explain why. So again, Ben Azai says pater. Now if I would ask you whether you're chayiv or pater, you would say chayiv. Why? Because you didn't stop in the Carmelis. You picked it up in your house and you went all the way. You didn't stop in the Carmelis and you stopped when you got to the Rishut Rabbi, when you got to the public domain. So why should you be Pater? So Ben Bishlam Ben Azay Kesavar Ben Azay holds your Pater for the following reason. Ben Azay says Mahalach is Kaomid Dami. Ben Azay is a famous Shita. The Mahalach is like Kaomid, meaning in order. Let's say when we talk about going, walking four Amot and Rishut Rabbim, Ben Azay has this funny Shita that basically every time you're walking, he considers as if you stopped. Okay, so for instance, he holds. Like the Tosas brings down that the Yushalmi says that according to Ben Azai, in order to be chayiv for walking for Amot and Rishus Rabim, you have to throw the item for Amot. Because every time you walk, you're starting and stopping, starting and stopping. And in order to transgress the Doraita of walking in Rishus Rabim while carrying something, it has to be that you went straight. Because we all agree that if you would walk for Amot, but you would stop every Amma, right? you would stop to rest, you wouldn't be chayiv on Shabbat because there has to be an Akira. And a straight walk for Amot and stop. But Ben says, Mahalach is Kaomid. Ben says, Walking is like standing. So every single time you're walking, that's, that's, you, you stop for a moment, right? You know, you're two feet are on the ground, or at least one foot is on the ground for a moment. So Ben says, It's as if you stopped in the Carmelis. And therefore, you're Pater Minhat Torah, because you didn't go straight from the private domain to the public domain. So Bisham of Ben Azay, Mahalach is Kaomid Dami. You're right that Mahalach is not Kaumidami, and therefore we would consider as if you walked straight. Where do we find that you're Chayiv? Meaning, the Gemara just wants to know where do you see in the Torah that you're Chayiv from going from one domain to another domain when you walk through a Carmelit? Maybe the only case of the Torah that you're chayv is if you go, because that's the case of the Mishkan, is where you go straight from the private domain to the public domain. How do you know you're chayv even if you walk through Carmel? So that's what the Gemara is going to do for the next 10 lines, is try to find a similar case to, again, Rishut HaYachet to Rishut Rabim while walking through a Carmel. So, where do we find your chayv in such a case? I'll tell you where. Midi Dehavi. Rabim. Says the Gemara that isn't it similar to walking four Amos straight in Rishut Rabim? 
Why? That Hazam, that over there, Lav Afagav the Kama did not lay the Azam, Pater, Kimarach lay is Chayiv. Basically, the case where the, right now we're talking about a case where you're walking for 20 Amot, right? You're walking for 20 Amot. So there, Afagav the Kama did not lay Vazal, as long as you're walking, you're Pater. But Kimarach lay, but if you were placed it down, you'd be Chayiv. Because again, as long as you don't do Hanach, you'll be exempt. But Kimarach lay, once you do Hanach, you're Chayiv. Hachanamim, here also it's kind of a similar scenario, is that while you're walking your pater, and only when you place it down, you'll be chayiv. Says the Gemara, that's not, that, that's not a good comparison. There, once you pass your four amos, wherever you stop, you're going to be chayiv. But over here, if you would place it down in the Carmelit, you would be pater, right? You wouldn't be a Rishat Rabbim. So that's not a good comparison. Rather, it seems to be comparable to a case where you walk with an item for four amot and exactly four amot. Exactly four amot. So, Hasam over there, even though if you would place it down in the middle of your four amot, you'd be pater, right? Why? Because you didn't walk yet four amot, but but when you place it at the end, you'll be chayyim. Hachanami, here also, Loshna. In other words, when you go from a Roshot HaYachat to Roshot HaRabim through a Carmelit, had you stopped at the Carmelit, you would be Pater, which is similar to walking with an item before Amot, that had you stopped before the Four Amot, you would also be Pater. So the more that's not a good comparison. Over there, just for you, it would be Pater. But the Kulei Alma, a Rishut Rabbim, is a Makom Chiyuv. A Rishut Rabbim is a place to be Chayav on a Deraita level. But Hachal Kulei Alma Makom Peturu. But over here, it's, for everyone, it's going to be considered a Makom Petur. So Elam, it's not again. So what the Gemara is trying to do is, how do we know, again, in the Torah, and all the cases we're mentioning are already cases that we've established to be true. So we're trying to find a similar case to our case, where you went from Rishud HaYachad to Rishud HaRabim, but in the middle, you happen to walk through a Makam Mitur. So, El-Lamidi, Dehavi HaMotz, Rishud HaYachad, Rishud HaRabim, Derech Tzidei Rishud HaRabim. Right? Says the Gemara, that it's similar to a case where you went from Rishud HaYachad to Rishud HaRabim, through the Tzidei Rishud HaRabim. Now, what's Tzidei? Tzidei basically means that in front of every house, uh, it's kind of like a sidewalk, basically. In front of every house, there was a separation between the street and your private domain, right? Because no one would build their house right off of the street, because then people would you know, keep banging you know, into your house and things like that. So there was always a little, little bit of a space where it wasn't a hiluch rabim. It wasn't a place where many people walked, but it also wasn't surrounded by mechitzot. So there also, you're going from a private domain to a public domain, but through Tzidei Rishos Rabim. And as Tosin points out, that's a, that was, it was like that in the Mishkan, so that's a case we've already established to be chayiv. So hasam. Lav afal gav di manach le atzide b'shus rabim your pater chimanach le b'shus rabim you are chayiv over there had you placed it down you would be pater achanami loshna here also it's the same idea right you're going from private to public and had you placed it down had you stopped you would be pater but if you continue you're chayiv maskel for a papa papa asked the following question that only works according to the rabbanda and all that tzide b'shus rabim is not. Rebbelezer ben Yaakov holds that the sides of your house are considered a, a public domain. Meaning because it's sometimes a place where people spill over into, where they will end up walking. So 
according to him, you will be. It's a regular Rishon Tzorabim. So again, you don't see from him. Again, so you don't see from him a case where you went from a private domain to public domain through a place of exemption, right? Through a place that you would be exempted had you dropped the item. My equal amemar. What would you say according to that opinion? When did Rav say that the sides of Rishat Rabbim are, are like Rishat Rabbim? You don't have any pegs coming up from the floor, you know, uh, showing where the boundary of the public domain ends. But if you have some sort of, again, like small little, again, pegs coming out of the street or, you know, that you put onto the street to show people this is the end of the street, then beyond the... Okay. Today's daf. Is So the Gemara says like this. All these things are considered Carmelises. Says the Gemara Ubeka. In a local shoot, the Yahoo local shoot the Rabbim is a bika, not a, either a private domain or public domain. Vatanam, but we learned in Mishnah. Habika bimota chama, you have a bika valley bimota chama, so people are walking, right? Or actually, as we will see, bimota chama, there are no seeds, nothing is being planted, and so therefore nobody's walking there, right? Because so it says that. During the summer, it's considered Rishat Ayachir, Rishat Rabbim Lutuma. Regarding the laws of Tumma, we would consider it to be a Rishat Arabim. In other words, basically, the definition of Rishat Ayachir and Rishat Rabbim are not necessarily the same for the laws of Tumma and the laws of Shabbat. The laws of Shabbat, as long as it's not considered a Hiluch Rabbim, as long as people are not walking there, it will be considered a private domain. But Rishat Rabbim, it's still considered Rishat Rabbim because for Tumma purposes, what does it mean Tumma purposes? Because that we learn it from Sota. We learn it from Sota, so that there the point is that it's private. No one's going to call the Bika a private place. So since it's not a private place, Rishut Rabbim with Tumma. Because the rule of Rishut Rabbim for Tumma is that Suffolk Tumma, Rishut Rabbim is Lekula, is Tahar. During the rainy season, Rishut Lekan Ulekan. So during the rainy season, Rashi says, Shehu Zerua, Ven Adam Nechnas Says Rashi that if it's a if it's rainy, and people are planting there, then what do we consider it? Rishut Yachid Lekan Ulekan. Then we it's even considered a Rishut Yachid for the rules of Tumah. Again, so this is some sort of uh, field or some sort of place where you plant. So for Shabbat, it's never going to be considered a way of the rabbim, a way of uh, a hiluch rabbim. For Tumah, it depends. But what you see over here is that a bikkuk is Rishat Ayachid. We just said it's like a Karmelis. So really it's a Karmelis. But my Karmelis is Rishat Ayachid. Why do we call it Rishat Ayachid? Because it's not Rishat Rabbim. Okay, interesting answer. It's just Rishat Ayachid. The point is that it's not Rishat Ayachid. I mean, it's coming to, I guess, compare it to the laws of Tumba, where it's not going to be considered Rishat Ayachid. Okay. Ravashi gives a different answer. He goes to Islam Mechitzos. Really, it has Mechitzos, this bikkuk. Meaning, so Min HaTorah, it's considered a Rishat Ayachid. When Ula said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, what did he mean? Not only 
my time mechitzo. Ella rather shemuchuseres to you, and rather it is missing the dira aspect of it. In other words, like this, there's a mosaic called a karpef. A karpef is really like a fifth sort of domain where it's surrounded completely by mechitzos, right? So it should really be a reshut yachad. The problem is that it's very big, plus the fact that it's not hokaf for a living. It's kind of like imagine a forest being being surrounded, yeah, having a wall around. So. But we would give it the halachic status of a Carmelis. So that's what it means that it's a Rishut HaYachid in that you're going to be Chayab. It's a Rishut HaYachid. Elosh So over here we're talking about a Bika that's surrounded. Okay, so it has Mechitzot. Rather, uh, there's a Dirabanum which says not to carry. So Bishlam Ravashi Loyomer Kulam. I understand why Ravashi did not give the answer of Ulam. Because why? Because according to the answer of Ula, is very strange, right? Ula said, really, it's a Carmelis, but we call it a Rishad HaYachad. It's a very strange answer, so we know why he didn't say. And Ula, my time, Ula, Amr Kish might say, why didn't Ula also explain that we're dealing with the Karpif? Amr Lai, Ida, Islam, Mechitos, Bika, Karilai. If it actually had Mechitos, would we call it a Bika? No, we would call it a Karpif, right? We would refer to it as such. Ravashi, Rishad HaYachad, Ravashi would say that it didn't. Ravashi, right? In other words, Ravashi would. This is just explaining why he didn't answer like Ula. That your answer is very strange because it calls it Rishut Yachid. According to you, it's very strange. It refers to the Karma that says Rishut Yachid. Just to bring out one more point regarding this Karpev is that on the last page we said there's four domains. So Tosad actually asked. There aren't four domains. There are five domains because you have this Karpev thing, right? I'm sure you. Know this carpet from Erevin, it comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. It comes up every city, Erevin, it really has a, a carpet issue because you, you, you make Erevin the whole city, but you still can't carry the carpet even after it's surrounded. So we assume that carpet in our cities don't really have the status of a, a carpet. But either way, Tosut earlier asked that we should have said it five domains. That was Tosut's uh, question. Okay. Here's the Gemara of Carmelis. So it said there's four types of Carmelis Ayam, Abika, uh, is Dvanis and a Carmelis. It's very strange. The things we just mentioned are Carmelis. Right? There's four types of Carmelis and the fourth one is a Carmelis. The other three are also Carmelis. So, what we're talking about over here, let's give a row of houses and then there's kind of an indent into one of the houses. So we consider that to be a Karen Zavis. Oh, they have a nice picture over here. Right? So that's, that's very clear. So that little nook is the first shot of Rashi, and I think that is probably the second shot of Rashi. The difference is, the first shot of Rashi is actually going to be three walls, if you notice, which yeah. makes it a little problematic. According to this answer, there's only, kind of only two walls, right? There, there's two walls, and then there's two walls. But either way, we're going to consider that a karmas, even though it's right off the, even though it's right off the street. Again, usually Karen Zavit usually refers to a corner, but here, that's, that wouldn't make any sense. We're not saying a corner of the street. Even though sometimes the rabbin goes into that little space, right? Since it's not like a, it's not an easy place, it's not a comfortable place to use, that's going to be very, a big line for our Gemara. Between pillars, meaning you're walking on the street, all of a sudden there's these bunch of pillars, you know, perhaps, you know, some sort of 
uh, money, uh, you know, let's just say, to you know, make it current, you have these monuments in the middle of the street, one after another. You got to have to zigzag your way through. So actually, in between the pillars of Rishota is a Karmut, which is a big Chidosh, because you would have thought that, um, that it's, you know, it's Rishota Rabbim, there's just some pillars in the way. No, you could have a public domain, and then in the middle, Karmut. Right, my time, I forgot the Darcy Barabim, since the, even though the public use it, since it's not like a straight path, right? And it's again a zigzag, it's like a Carmelist. So, again, basically, what we're coming to teach you is that the Mishnah, the Brighton, which says Carmelist, is referring to one of these cases. Another case, it's some sort of platform in front of them, meaning it sounds like he would hold in between them, themselves, of course, would be. It's just the itztava, right? The platform, like the Gemara, the Gemara continues to say. So we're referring to the platform in front of the pillars. The one who held in between the pillars is considered a Carmelist Kolshkin itztava. For sure, a platform which is like something separate from the public domain, right? It's actually a platform. It's something you have to step onto. The according to the opinion that the itztava is the Carmelist, so itztava who delay nicha tash Only the platform is not something which is easy to use when we talk about being a public domain and walking. But right, okay, so that that makes sense. Fine? So we basically have three three pshatim. Either you have this Karen's of it, or you have Amudin, or you have the Itztava in front of the Amudin. Okay. Amarabba Rashilam Khizda. Levena Zakufa. Right, oh sorry, maybe I skipped the line. Another way to explain it is lishn achrin. Another way to explain why amudim is better. At least some pe- sometimes people will walk through, you know, between the pillars, as opposed to the itzdeva is never something that's used to walk on, and rather it's something that's used to place things on. Okay. Amarabba v'shilam chizdam levena zekufa b'shuta rabim. So levena zekufa is just some sort of, you know, slab of wood, basically, right, like a, a brick. That's standing up in Rishudarab. So it says like this: the zarak v'tach You threw something at it, yeah, and it landed on its side, the side of the brick. Mm-hmm. So since it's less than ten tefachim, and I guess as we'll see, this thing is basically sliding down the brick, or you threw it in a way that it was less than three tefachim from the ground. So then. I'm sorry, as long as it's t- less than 10 tfachim, again, so you have a brick, you threw it, it landed on the side of the brick, as long as that's less than 10 tfachim from the ground, that's like throwing something in Rishut Rabbim, right? Because, it's, but if it's Al-Gabba, but let's say it was on top, right? And it was more than 3 tfachim from the ground, you'll be Pator, right? Because it's going to be considered a Makam Pator, because it's less than 4 by tfachim. So he says, Abayi that's only if it's three tefachim high and people don't walk on it. But I will hisme v'hisgi, yeah. gav Even though it's not three tefachim high, you're going to be patur, which is bechidish. I mean, they're saying that the only time you need it to be three tefachim high if it's not hisme v'hisgi. But if it's hisme v'hisgi and these things are, uh, what is uh, I guess like some sort of thorn bushes? What? Thorn bushes. Yeah, thorn bushes exactly. So there. Uh, you don't use. So it should never be considered a hiluch durabim, even if it's less than three tvachim. Mm-hmm. But the Gemara is going to say not like this. Only if it's tzava, then less than three tvachim 
is not considered to be public domain. Rabashi Omer no, Filot Sova. Basically, Rabashi says, it doesn't matter. If it's less than three tochem off the ground, I don't care what it's sitting on, it's always going to be considered a Rishot Harab. Right? Because, again, the rule is, if it's within three tochem of the ground, it will be considered uh, the ground. Exactly. So therefore, again, if it fell on the side of this Levena Zakufa, then it's considered as if it landed on the ground. So that we know already, right? There's no Kamalas if it's less than 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, right? Meaning, if it's less than 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, then it's probably going to be Makam Petur. Vamar of Shesh makes a cryptic statement, which at the end will be quite obvious, but the Gemara goes through a few little discussions of what he means. Vamar of Shesh is Vitofesis Adasara. Vitofesis Adasara. So Gemara wants to know what does that mean? Yeah, it says more. My vitofesis adasar. Ilema, if you'll tell me, it means tikkum mechitza asara. That only, which is a very strange havamina. The Gemara thinks right now that only if it has a mechitza of ten tefachim is it considered a karmelis, which is, which is not true. I'm saying we know that a karmelis that it's the opposite, but then it becomes a rishut ayachid, right? Tikkum mechitza so who have a karmelis? Who will have a karmelis? If you're going to tell me, it can only be a karmelis. If it has a ten tefach, ten tefach partition, Amr of Gid Amr Rav, Rav Gid Amr Rav said, Amr Chil Bar Yosef Amr Rav, Bayis Shein Betocha Asara, can be house that inside, right, is not ten tefachim, but if you were count the thickness of the roof, meaning from the outside, it would be mashli motlasar, would be considered ten tefachim. So al gago, it's rishut ayachir motol talto bekulo, but betocha ain't metaltel, but inside you cannot be metaltel. Ela dalaram, so you can only carry. For Amos, right? So you see clearly that it could be considered a Kamalus even if it's less than 10 Tvachim Mechitzot. So again, very strange Hav Amina, the Rishonim are very bothered. So what does it mean, Vitofesis Adyod? Adyod, who Davi Kamalus? In Tolten, it is a Kamalus. But Lamalum Yetvachim, Lohavi Kamalus, right? Which is again what, what we always knew about Kamalus. Right, you weren't with us on Shabbos when we discussed that. Lamai Achasa, what halacha you're referring to? If you're going to tell me that there's no Rishut Yachid above Yor, it's not true. No, it's Kana Bishut Yachid. Vizarak Benachal Gabav. I feel a Gavome Amachayv, meaning have Rishut Yachid. It goes all the way up. If it's Rishut Yachid, all the other Rakia. Right, the Rishut Yachid goes all the way up to Rakia, meaning. By Rishut Rabbim, we say that something called the Makkah Batur. Rishut Yachid, the rule is that no, it could go up forever, right? Even the Avir of Rishut Yachid goes up Al Rakia. So rather, what did he mean about Lamayla Miyod? Rather, he meant to say that there's no Rishut Rabbim above Yod. Says the Gemara Masnizanit, that in fact is a Mishnah. It's Nan Hazorik. Dalad Amos, because of Lamai Lamiotvachim, Kazarik, Ba'avir. That's a mission. I don't need an Amora to tell me that if you throw for Amos, it lands on the wall above Tentvachim, it's like Kazarik Ba'avir. It's like you threw it in the air, which means it didn't land. That's the way Rashi says it. Upatun, you'll be Pater. Because it didn't land in a Rashota Rabbim. And if you'll tell me that, but if it landed on the wall of Matam, it's like it landed on the ground. Rather, he wasn't referring to a public or private domain. He's referring to a, a Karmelis. 
that there's no Carmelis above Yud. And fine. Which is basically what we just said. Meaning, once it's above Yud, we consider it to be a, Rishut, a complete Rishut HaYachah. Complete Rishut HaYachah. Meaning, we don't say... F- right, right. Well, I guess it would also mean that, the, that, that a veer of a Carmelit, meaning... Right now, we're, right now, we just said the Rishut HaYachah is Ola Adarakiyah, which means that you're surrounded by a Chatzar. So above the Chatzar... It's considered also to be the airspace of Rishut HaYachid. Carmelit doesn't have that. That's what we're saying. There's no airspace of a Carmelit above Tentuachid. Meaning even if on bottom it was still a Carmelit, well, it didn't become Rishut HaYachid. But on bottom is a Carmelit, above Yod still it remains a Makkah Petur. Says the Gemara, Vakuli Bei Rabbanon, Bikuli Rishut HaYachid, Bikuli Rishut HaRabbim. We gave Carmelit some leniencies of Rishut HaYachid and some leniencies of Rishut HaRabbim. Bikuli Rishut HaYachid, Dika Vakumar Ba, Udahavi Karmelis, Vilo, Makam Batoru, Baalmahu, Makam Batoru, Baalmahu, that we gave it like Rishadah Yachid, that it, it, it depends. Meaning, we gave it like a rule of Rishadah Yachid, that it only becomes Rishadah Yachid if it's four by four, but if it's less than four by four, it would be Makam Batoru. But we also gave him a color of Rabbin. The idea of Tvachim, who, the Havi Karmeli, the Malim Yatvachim, Karmeli, right? So again, it's kind of like a Rishadah Yachid, Rabbin, that things change. Once you get up to Lamaila, Me'asara, Tfachim. Fine. So that's very good. It continues the Gemara. Guf Amr Vigidah Marav, Achiyah, Bar Yosef Amarav. Bayit She'en Toche Yod. You have house that's not Yod. Again, this is what we just brought. V'kir Mashlim Oli Yod. And the roof brought it to ten. Al Gago, Matal Tato Bekulo. Betoche, Matal Tambal of Dar Amas. Fine, that's the Alacha. Omer Abayah. V'mchakak Bo Dalar Adalim. Let's say you dug a hole of four by four tvachim in your house, and through that, yeah, there's ten tvachim in that chakak, right? Now, in the bottom of that ditch is going to be is going to be ten tvachim. So, what's do? What do we give the status to the rest of the house? Do we say the rest of the house is also rishut yachid? Because again, in this space, it's rishut yachid. On the outside, meaning above the ditch, in the actual bayit, it's still less than ten tvachim. Yeah. So what's the status? So he says, You could actually carry in the entire house. My time, and what's the reason? The rest of the house has the status of which means holes of a public domain. And the holes of Rishut like meaning basically, basically the idea of Rishut HaYachid is that you have a house, right? And you have a wall. Inside the wall, there's a little hole. Mm-hmm. Now, in that hole, it's done four by four tvachim. Mm-hmm. But what, what's the status of that hole? It's Rishat HaYachid. Because it's a, it's a hole, you know, in, in the Rishat HaYachid. In other words, it's, it's, it's an offshoot of Rishat HaYachid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that basic. We're not saying that in each and every uh, point, you have to be able to measure four by four and ten tvachim. So, again, we consider that to be a Rishat HaYachid. Just like Deitmar, like we learned, Chor Rishat HaYachid is Kushat HaYachid Ami. Chorushat Rabbim is a dispute. Abay Amr Kushat Rabbim Dami. Rav Amr Lav Kushat Rabbim Dami. Rav says not Kushat Rabbim. Amr Le Rav Le Abayya. The Didach Tamit Chorushat Rabbim is Kushat Rabbim Dami. According to you, that says Chorushat Rabbim is like Kushat Rabbim, right? In other words, so we have a machlokat. Everyone agrees that the Chorushat Rishat Yachid are Rishat Yachid. The question is the Chorushat. I mean, what does that mean? That means you have a public domain, walls in the public domain, 
whatever, for some reason, and then there's a hole in that wall. Is that hole, can you, if you're walking with Shlomo, can you place something in that hole? According to one opinion, yes. According to one opinion, no. So the Gemara now explains this machlokis. We learned earlier on Amr Aleph, which was basically, you had a row of houses, but one house is indented a little further, and there's a little nook and cranny, and what was the halacha? That was a Karmelis. That should be like a Chorushat Rabbim. Right? How could that be worse? How could a little space on the side of a road be worse than a hole in a wall next to the road? That's a pretty good question. So the Gemara answers, There, it's not an easy place to use, the Gemara says. But how can I guess the point is, if it's a hole, if you're walking to the Rabbim, you could you place something there. There, you know, it's, some people come in, some people don't come in. It's the person's house, maybe. So therefore, there's something uncomfortable by using it. Therefore, it's actually worse than a hole in the wall. Okay, fine. That's that. Tosu just points out that we had something similar to this two days ago, where we had it. We, it's important to remember we had something called Tzidei Rishut HaRabim. Right? Tzidei Rishut HaRabim. Also, it's kind of similar to Karen Hasmucha, and Tosa says, still, it's still not Nicha Tash Meshite enough. Okay. Tanan, Hazog Dal Ramos, Bekosel, you threw something, Dal Tvachim, Bekosel, Lamaila Miyur, is Kizorik Ba'avir. Yeah? You threw something for Amot and a Kosel, if it landed, so this is what we brought earlier, if it landed above Yur, Kizorik Ba'avir, Lamata Miyur Tvachim, Kizorik Ba'aretz. Says the Gemara, Vavidim Ba'am, my kizark baritz. In other words, when it lands on the wall, less than th- ten tefachim from the ground, we say it's like you landed on the ground. V'halo nach, says the Gemara, but it didn't rest, and therefore what? Moved and fell down. Moved and fell down. Right. So, never, so Rashi says. Right. Oh, I see. Meaning. What? No, that's what I'm saying. So okay, so then you'll be high when it falls on the ground. Yeah. What? So what's the one that's asking? Again, the one saying, again, I threw it a wall, and it landed on the bottom 10 tefachim of the wall. So it says the Gemara that, that it didn't rest there. Mm-hmm. So, there. so when it gets to the ground, it'll rest. Mm-hmm. So Rashi explains that maybe when it rested, it was, in other words, when it fell off the wall, it was within 10 tefachim. It was within Dal Amos. So meaning it ended up falling within your own Dal Amos. In other words, if it would stay on the wall, that'd be further than Dalad Amos from you. But when it falls, eventually it's within Dalad Amos. So why are you chayiv when it fell on the wall? So it says the Gemara, Amar v'yachim v'dvela shmeina shunino, referring to some like fig, you know, cake or something, uh, you know, dates or something, that it's very sticky. And therefore, it's stuck on the wall, right? It says the Gemara, v'yisak adai t'charish t'ram g'shturam dam adam lukum v'dvela shmeina, lukum v'li b'tsurar, the chayfets udinach bechur. So why do we have to come on to the whole fancy case of a sticky cake? Why don't we say that we're talking about it? It's that you threw a rock or an object and fell into the hole. Again, we have a machalkut. Our chori rishut rabim rishut rabim or not? Why don't we say we're talking about a case where you threw something and it landed in the hole, right? And that's in the wall and it's below ten tefachim. It's a very good answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, very good, very good question. Mm-hmm. But I have to come up with a very unique case. Says more zimnin. So sometimes he gave him this answer, sometimes he gave him a different answer. 
the mahader v'asi. A rock is different. Why? Because what's going to happen with a rock? Because unlikely that somebody throws a rock and it lands exactly at the hole. What's going to happen after it gets into the hole? It falls right out. Exactly. So that wasn't a hanacha. Zimnin, right? Sometimes v'asi. Zimnin, but other times the antonym is follows. Mishani because of the leishleichor. We have to be talking about a wall that doesn't have a hole. How does he know this? Okay, this is, next one is not so simple. So it says, we're talking, we have to be talking about a wall that did not have a hole. How do I know that? Because of the following, Mimai, how do I know that? Midiktari, the ratio from the first case of the Mishnah, that was Zarak Lamaylam, I threw something above, it landed above the tent Vachim. Kizarak Ba'avir, it's like it landed Ba'avir. He's like that, the Vikosa Deis Bechor. My kezorik ba'avir. Why is it like zorik ba'avir? Hanach bechor. It landed in a hole. Right. Meaning, it's it's in a hole. It's four by. We're assuming that it's four by four atvachim. In other words, it's ten tvachim high. Right. So if it's ten tvachim from the ground, so it should be rishat yachid. Right. So you should be. In other words. What do we just say? When you throw above ten tefachim, you're pater. What do you mean? It's a rishut ayachet. And maybe you'll tell me a very simple point: that the hole is not four by four tefachim. Again, we're proving from the ratio that we cannot be talking about a case of a hole because if there was a hole, it would be rishut ayachet. But maybe you'll tell me: What do you mean? It can't be rishut ayachet. It's not four by four. On that, we say no. That we can get out of. If in fact you threw something above ten tefachim and it landed in the hole. Even a small one, he makes the following statement that we come to the Machlokas of Rabbanan. Rabbanan Savar Chokik and Lahashlam. Meris is a big Chiddush. Meris is a very big Chiddush. Meris says like this If you have this archway or even this wall, yeah, well, yeah. so that's just referencing the, the case in, in, in Mezuzah and in, in, probably in Mesachet Menachas. So just a picture you have a wall, you have a hole. He says for some reason, that we we say chokik in that we could look and perceive as if this hole is much bigger than it actually is. Because since there is room to be chokik, there's room to basically carve out a bigger hole. Then again, this only works if, if there's like a little bit of a hole, and we say it could be chokik the rest. She says we're chokik in It's a very big chidush that we say such a thing. So perhaps it's like a halacha lemoshe misinai. So, therefore, don't tell me that the hole is not big enough. It is big enough because we're chokik in lahashlim. Rabban and Savi ain't chokik in lahashlim. So, elalav shmamina, the coast of the place bechor shmamina. So, we see from here that we're talking about a wall does not have a hole. Because if the wall did have a hole, then it would be considered like a land in Rosh Hashanah in the first case. It must be when it, in Rosh Hashanah, when it landed below ten tvachim, that we wouldn't consider that to be. That, again, we had a question. That why, when it lands on the wall below ten tvachim, are you chayav, right? or do we say it's like arrested ba'aretz? Let's just say that arrested in the wall, right? In other words, because so either we answer that it, it can't be nach in the wall because it's going to fall out, and then we say no, there can't be a hole because if there was a hole, then in the case of the ma'alim yotvachim would be considered a complete rishot hayachem. Very good. Gufa, Amr of Chizda. Chizda says the following: No, it's kind of rishot if somebody put a kanab rishut yachid, the zarak benach al gabov, and you threw it on top of it. Right now we think it means from a public domain to a private domain, meaning onto this kana. Feel gavom me ama even if it's hundred me as ama high me pnei shusha the yachra alad rakia. 
Okay, because we said Yachid goes all the way out, out, out of the Rakia. Lema Rav Chizda Da'amar Karebi. Let's say that this Rav Chizda is like Rebbe. Why? The Tani we learned in a bright Zark Benach Agabi Ziz Kol Shahum Rebbe Mechayev V'chachamim Potrim. Right, the Rebbe is Mechayev V'chachamim is Potrim. So we're assuming right now that this Ziz, yeah, I guess is above. I don't, I don't think we're supposed to be Goris that, that those parentheses for you know forget those parentheses. But what do we see from here? I guess we're assuming that it's very high, right? I mean, I don't, I don't see what else, but it sounds like we're assuming that this is, is very high. So Amar Abaya, Abaya says like this, When we're talking about a private domain, everyone will agree that the Ziz will always be considered a private domain. What are we dealing with? What's the machlokas of the Ziz? Vizarak Vinach Anofo, right? That it landed on the branches. So Rabbi Savar Aminan Shadinofo Basar Ikro. We we take the branches and go after the Ikro. Meaning that we consider it to be for Tfachim, because the branch itself is not for Tfachim, so maybe it wouldn't be considered a Shutayachin. And therefore, the branch is not considered to be a space of four by four tvachim, and therefore, it's not going to be a reshot hayachir. Okay, very good. It's a bit hard to know what exactly the Gemara's havim it was to compare these two things, uh, but that's the, that's the, that's that Gemara. Okay. I guess we may as well continue. Yeah. Why not? You could do it tomorrow, right? I would, but are there going to be people show? Yeah, so honestly, just ask, um, you think it's Eli's out here? Yeah. Yeah, so we need to ask Ramad and, uh, and, uh, and Chazik, because he's, he's into it now. What happened was, whatever, he's, he, yeah. he gave up in the middle, but so you could, you could ask him. Yeah. And I'm th- I would love to continue, like, Brachat, I was happy to give up. I mean, I was, I, Brachat, I didn't care to give up Shabbat morning, but. Yeah, this is really nice. What? This is, there's a lot of Svar over here. Right now, so I'm saying, I'm, I, I, I would love to do Shabbat morning also, but, you know, we have this other Shior. But, uh, yeah. Just by the way, just heads up. Um, Tershwal, just don't tell Fred before Tefillah, but after Tefillah, Tershwal is telling Fred the NPR kitchen are going to be closed hmm. for the foreseeable future. Now, I can't imagine Fred is going to, in other words, we cannot use the NPR, mm-hmm. which is going to be the email sent out that there's no kiddush because no, no, whatever. So it's just an easier email to send out. <laughs> How do you think Fred is going to handle it? Not well. Not well, right? Like, will he go nuts? Hmm? Will, will he say absolutely not to the country? Are you still recording? Oh. <laughs> I might have to delete that. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we'll discuss after. Yeah. <laughs> um, you made a good point there. Um, so, Omar Abaya. Abaya says, please describe the last 30 seconds. I appreciate your honesty. Okay, Omar Abaya. Abaya says, Azarak Kaveris Lushutarabim, Kavoa Yarvari. Very cool case. You threw a Kaveris. What is a Kaveris? So Rashi says, Kaveris is something which is round, mm-hmm. and but it's ten tfachim high. Okay, so basically, so it's ten tfachim high, but it's not four tfachim wide. Okay, so you have a kli here. You have a utensil that's ten tfachim high, rechava vav, and it's not six tfachim wide. We'll see what vav is. Your rechava vav. But if it's six tvachim wide, you'll be putter. Because basically like this, this is going to be a circle, right? So we all know from other Gemaras and Shas, yeah? That any time you have a circle, yeah. yeah? 
So we do some sort of uh, algorithm and we basically assume that the radius, right, or the uh, diameter is uh, basically a third or two-thirds of the, um, of the circle. So if the circle is six tvachim wide, then we can assume the diameter is going to be four. What? So of the circumference. Uh, of the circumference, right. So what, what we're saying over here is that basically, if you're throwing, you're throwing a Rishut HaYachid, right? Can you throw a Rishut HaYachid? So Zorik Kaveret Lushut Ram Gevoa Yervenu Rechavavav Yerchayav. Because it's like throwing a ball. But if it's Rechavavav, meaning you threw a private domain, Rav Amar Rava would say, Afilo in Rechavavav, even if it's not Rechavavav, it's going to be Pata. Yeah? My time, huh? What's the reason? E Efsher Likromiot Shalkana Shloyala Lamaila Me Asara. Aha, interesting. In other words, the reason is because once it's not possible that the little bit of it did not go Lamaila Me Asara. Let's look at Rashi. Yeah. It's impossible that a little bit of like a thread to not go above Yod. Since the whole thing did not rest in Rishut Rabbim, we not while you threw a bit, even while it landed, it's, got a, it's, it's exactly ten Tvachim. So a little bit of it landed, therefore we don't consider it to have completely landed in Rishut Rabbim in order to be Chayah. Right? So that's the that's the explanation we're giving. But kafoapia, if you, let's say, um, put it upside down, right? And we're talking about a case where it's not six tfachim wide. So if it's seven tfachim and a little bit, then you're going to be chayav. Why? Because basically, um, we'll consider this to be a rishot hayachin. In other words, it's seven and a little bit. And therefore, the second you turn it over, unbelievable, it already created mechitzos for itself through lavun, and therefore that's what made it aser. But shiva umechze is going to be a pater. But if it's shiva umechze, is going to be pater. Vashi Omar, I feel shiva umechze is chayev. My time of mechitzos letochen asuyas. Fine, you know what? I, I didn't really, I, I didn't prepare this kabbara, so I don't want to. I, I, was, I, I know it from memory, but not from learning it the day before. So I, you know, we'll do this over Shabbat and we'll continue on Sunday. But this this Gemara of Kavert is a is kind of a famous uh, sugya.